Yes, there are many good things here for your pleasure. Enjoy them. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison. On Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xonophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. We're going to be starting off the show with some songs about bees. We'll also do some gambling, have some sensational records, do the twist, and fade away. This first segment was originally going to be all about bacon, but it turns out to be all about bees. Here are Ada Jones and Billy Murray. Me and Mama said we'll see. If you can pay your 
away for every day. The price of honey grows here. But little Queenie said that for Sweeney and whispered in his ear. Be my little baby bumblebee. Buzz around, buzz around, keep a buzzing round. Bring home all the honey love to me. Let me spend the happy hours roving with you amongst the flowers, and when we get where no one else can see, cuddle up, cuddle up, cuddle up. Be my little baby bumblebee. Buzz around, buzz around, keep the buzzing round. We'll be just as happy as can be. You and me, you and me, you and me. Honey, keep a buzz and please, I've got a dozen cousin bees, but I want you to be my baby bumblebee. Uh, good morning, Zeb. No, no, I, I'm going over for the doctor. I can't stop now. Oh no, 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 my wife, she ain't sick. Uh, by the doctor, he's sick, and I'm going over and see what's the matter with. <laughs> you know, I used to be a, a horse doctor. <laughs> what's that? The bee story. Oh, I ain't got time to tell that now, Zeb. I, I must get over and see what's the matter with the doctor. Let him wait. Oh, well, I, I guess he can wait all right, because he's got a, a lingering sickness. But what do you want to hear that bee story for? Why, everybody in the, w in the world knows that, I guess. But didn't you ever read about it? You never did? My, the ignorance of some people is, is, is surprising. Well, now that you never heard it, I, I'll tell it to you. And I don't want you to forget it either, and don't bother me anymore, because I, I, I just kind of don't like to talk about those things now there, but... You know, back in New York there, some, some years ago, way back in the early days, there was a syndicate form of a lot of men who was uh, kind of sporting men, and I bet them that I could drive a swarm of bees across the plains in the dead of winter. And I did. I put up my money, and they put up theirs, and I started. And I got there. Uh, oh, I got out quite a ways from from New York. I really started from uh, Syracuse. That's where the starting point was. Well, we got started, and I figured out that uh, that with darkness coming on and my losing this time, I was going to lose. But I kept on, and just as I got to, to the Missouri River, this side of Council Bluffs, I figured out I was going to lose. So I, I joined out with a flock of lightning bugs there at Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> and I went into San Francisco four hours ahead of time. Yes, oh, I won easy, easy. Oh, no, no, I didn't lose a bee, not a bee, not one. The Indians? Oh, no, I didn't have any any trouble with the Indians. Whenever they were near, I just turned the bees loose. <laughs> they stung the Indians, and I guess they burned them up. No, I didn't bring the bees back with me, I... They, they got the hives out there, and I, I left them there. <laughs> well, now I'll go and see what's the matter with the doctor. 
Yeah, well, goodbye, Jim. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I chanced to stray Saw a bumblebee buzzing round a tree So I buzzed right away Now a bumblebee buzzing round a tree May appear to be a friend Listen to this song and you'll find you're wrong Cause he'll get you in the end I'm gonna let the bumblebee be I'm gonna let the bumblebee be A bumblebee will buzz But that ain't all he does and I ain't the fool that I used to was. I'm gonna let the bumblebee be. very surprised, but the last time I played that record was in 2001. I know. Harry Reeser's Six Jumping Jacks with the vocal chorus by Tom Stacks and some good advice. I'm gonna let the bumblebee be. Brunswick 3109 was recorded March 23, 1926. I'm gonna let the bumblebee be was written by Jack Little and Eddie Britt. The other two records in that set haven't been played on the show at all. Before the Jumping Jacks, it was American character actor and playwright Frank Bacon with his monologue, The Bee Story. Frank Wilford Bacon was born in 1864 near Yuba City, California, and following careers in photography, 
politics and the newspaper business, he joined a dramatic acting company. He made his Broadway debut at the Gaiety Theater in December of 1912. The B story is included in Bacon's play Lightnin', a live-wire American comedy about Lightnin' Bill Jones, described as a lovable old liar, an uneducated rustic, innocent of fancy fashion, who is as slow as paste. Lightnin' opened at the Gaiety Theater on August 26, 1918, and ran for a record-breaking 1,291 performances, closing three years and one day later. Bacon appeared in four films in 1915 and 16 and died of a heart attack in Chicago on November 19, 1922. Lightning was adapted as a silent film in 1925, and in 1930, Will Rogers played Lightning Jones in a talkie version. We started the set and the show with Be My Little Baby Bumblebee. That was Ada Jones and Billy Murray recording for Victor on July 8, 1912. Be My Little Baby Bumblebee was composed by Henry Marshall with the lyrics by Stanley Murphy and is in the three-act musical comedy A Winsome Widow, which opened at the Moulin Rouge Theater on April 11, 1912. You had 172 chances to catch the song in the play, but it's since become a standard heard in films, cartoons, TV, and recordings by Doris Day, Julie London, and others. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. I just happened to come across the record that starts off this next set while putting together the playlist for the show, and wanted to play it. So, for no particular reason, here's a segment about fading. <laughs> Tumbling down round my head Some of them are brown, some are red Beautiful to see, but reminding me Of a faded summer love Swaying high above in the trees They were so in love with the breeze Now the autumn wind brings to them the end of a faded summer love 
I'm like the poor leaves that swayed with the breeze. I thought that life was sweet. You are the sweet breeze that tried hard to please, then swept me off my feet. Summer morning dew turns to frost. Leaves that once were new pay the cost. Beautiful to see, but reminding me of a faded summer Like 
1890, wealthy drug manufacturer William Van Duzer Lawrence purchased the Prescott Farm in Westchester County, New York, and built a planned residential community called Lawrence Park. It soon gained national attention and attracted prominent literary celebrities and artists who became residents. In 1899, Lawrence built the Gramaton Inn atop Sunset Hill. Unfortunately, it burned down after a few years, but was replaced in 1905 by the much grander Hotel Gramaton. Described as luxury without ostentation, it boasted 300 rooms, three restaurants, and a grand staircase leading to the downstairs ballroom. It was one of America's most exclusive suburban hotels until the Depression, when it went into decline, and in 1972 was torn down, save the ground-level arcade and elevator tower. But in 1926, Chick Winters Orchestra had a residency at the hotel, and we just heard Chick Winters Hotel Gramaton Orchestra with Faded Cherry Blossom. Jeanette Catalog number 3340 was recorded June 3, 1926. Faded Cherry Blossom, singular, was written by Ray Hibbler, Walter Anderson, and Jerry Sullivan. I tried to find some personal information about Chick Winter, but wasn't coming up with much. From 1923 until at least 1931, Chick Winter orchestras were heard on radio. Chick Winter and his Empire State Orchestra played All That Is New in Dance Music on Thanksgiving evening, 1924, at the Ritz Dancing Hall in Bridgeport, Connecticut. In July of 1925, Chick Winter was leading New York's largest dance orchestra, Chick Winter's Harmonists, 28 pieces, including a saxophone sextet, at the Midtown Hofbrau. In December of 1929, the Chick Winter Orchestra played for the City College of New York's Junior Prom at the Hotel Paramount, and the band was in existence until at least 1946. Faded Cherry Blossom was preceded by Faded Love Letters. It was recorded by Billy Murray, Sam Ash, the Homestead Trio, and more than a decade later by the Girls of the Golden West, but we heard Henry Burr and his December 1, 1922 recording for Victor. Rosario Bourdon conducted the orchestra, and the harpist was Francis J. Lapatino, who is heard on hundreds of Victor records between 1904 and 1931. Faded Love Letters was composed by Luella Lockwood Moore and Will E. Dulmage. The lyrics were written by Richard W. Pascoe. He was born in Penzance, Cornwall, England on December 5, 1888, but I have a feeling he may be getting his own segment before too long. Orlando Robertson started things off with a faded summer love from Harmony 1384, where his name is misspelled as Robertson. He was backed on that October 16, 1931 recording by Selvin's Orchestra, credited as Jerry Fenwick and his orchestra. It was also issued on OK as by the Cloverdale Country Club Orchestra. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on rapidly rotating records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. 
As you're listening to the original broadcast of this show on 88.7 FM KISL Avalon and KISLAvalon.com, Rita and I are in Laughlin, Nevada for a little getaway. And we're most likely enjoying watching the sunset over the Colorado River, either way high up or right on the water. Either way, you can bet we'll have a cocktail in hand. But what else does one do in Laughlin, Nevada? That's right, gamble. Here's Peter Clayton.
Jelly Roll Morton and his Red Hot Peppers with Gamblin' Jack from October 8, 1930. That was preceded by a triple-R debut for Appalachian banjo player Samantha Bumgarner with The Gamblin' Man. With that April 23, 1924 Columbia recording, catalog number 191, she was one of the earliest Southern Mountain musicians of either sex to make it into the studio. She was born Samantha Biddix in Jackson County, North Carolina, and learned to play fiddle and banjo as a child. As a teenager, she entered a contest playing a cheap 10-cent banjo and was surprised to win against those playing fine banjos from the big city of Asheville. After quite some time, at the age of 37, she came to the attention of Columbia Records, who invited her and Eva Smathers Davis to New York City, where they recorded ten sides. She performed at the Mountain Dance and Folk Festival in Asheville every year from 1929 to 1959. In the 30s, she toured the country, had her own radio show in Del Rio, Texas, and in 1939 played for President and Mrs. Roosevelt and the King and Queen of England. Samantha Bumgarner died Christmas Eve, 1960. Peter Clayton, also known as Dr. Clayton, started off that winning streak with Roman Gambler. That OK 78, number 3893, was recorded in Chicago on July 1, 1941. Peter J. Clayton, variously spelled C-L-A-Y-T-O-N and C-L-E-I-G-H-T-O-N, was born in Georgia on April 19, 1898, and raised in St. Louis. He made the first of his ten or so recordings for Bluebird and OK in 1935. You heard a little bit of his trademark hollering, whining, and carrying on, which he used for comic effect, and as an attention-getting device. Peter Clayton died January 7, 1947, from alcoholism and pneumonia. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're available on all the major podcast directories. A couple of weeks ago, I played Sensation Rag, written by Eddie Edwards. Well, here are some other sensational records.
A couple of weeks ago, we heard Eddie Edwards' Sensation Rag, played by the original Crescent City Jazzers. But that's a different Sensation Rag from the one we just heard, composed by ragtime pianist Joseph Lamb, while he was living in Montclair, New Jersey, and working in a New York City dry goods store. This recording was made in the living room of his Brooklyn home in 1959, just a year before his death. Joseph Lamb was a fan of Scott Joplin and, by coincidence, happened to meet Joplin in late 1907 in the office of Joplin's music publisher, John Stark. At a gathering soon after, Joplin listened to Lamb play some of his rags, including Sensation, and was so impressed he arranged to have Sensation published by Stark, who paid Lamb 25 bucks. Before Joseph Lamb, it was Sensational Mood, performed by Lloyd Hunter's Serenaders, a black territory band based in Omaha, Nebraska. Lloyd Hunter played trumpet and formed the group in 1924. By 1929, the band had grown to eight pieces and was heard in neighboring states and on the radio. In 1931, the now 12-piece band went on tour with singer Victoria Spivey and recorded their two and only sides for Vocalion on April 21st. The tour was unsuccessful and the band returned to Omaha, where they remained for the next ten years. Teddy Hill and the NBC Orchestra started things off March 26, 1937 with the Harlem Twister, a Teddy Hill original. So what's sensational about that? Well, the Harlem Twister is subtitled The New Sensation. I'm the sensational Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records on the sensational KISL Avalon. We just heard the Harlem Twister, so we're going to continue that twisting theme into this final segment of the show. Here's Jelly Roll Morton once again with the Turtle Twist.
a nice way to end the show. The Alabama Red Peppers, probably with Red Nichols and Leo McConville on trumpets and Miff Mole on trombone, with the new Twister. That Cameo 78 was recorded around January 20th, 1928. Before the Red Peppers, Tram, Bix, and Lang were ringing and twisting on OK81450, recorded September 17th, 1927. Jelly Roll Morton started things off, not with his Red Hot Peppers, but with his trio, Barney Begard on clarinet and Zuddy Singleton on drums, and Turtle Twist. That was recorded December 17, 1929. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>